<laughs> Alrighty, folks, we just did an episode with Convoy Home Loans where we talked about getting FHA and VA streamlines down to five and a quarter. We talked about DSR potentially getting to six and a quarter. We talked about five to 10 units getting to eight with 30-year fixed rate money, that and more. Now I want to talk to the guys about what the heck is actually happening. What deals are getting done? What are people doing with these lower rates, if anything at all? And we're going to start with our boy, Dustin. Alrighty, Dustin, what are your clients doing now that rates have fallen? So we've seen a pretty significant uptick in applications because of where rates have dropped. And as our viewers know, most of our business is on the non-QM investor side. And with that being said, because of where rates were a month or two months ago, there were a lot of people that were on the fence with refinancing or even purchasing a property that was previously an alligator, right? Not cash flowing positively to now rerunning the figures saying, oh, we can be cash flow positive. We can buy this now with 20 down and still be cash flow positive. Wow. Whereas, you know, a, a month ago, let me give a perfect example. So I had one client that's been bugging a seller for about three months, not a huge deal, like a $700,000 duplex. Okay. okay. I've sent him about two or three pre-approvals where rates would be. And we just kept hovering on like 0 0.95, 0 0.88, 0 0.96. So when that happens on a DSCR loan, there's a very big difference in the rate. Yeah. If you're big, not if you're sub one. one. Yeah. If you're sub one, no bueno. You get crushed, right? The, the lender is going to put probably most of the time an extra 0.75 to a full percent on there. We reran the figures two weeks ago, got under contract, cash flowing now at seven at a 1.15. We're going in completely different than where we were a month ago because now we've got a client that can buy a property because it's cash flowing. Yeah. Yeah, rate, rate, rates matter. Uh, also, we're, you know, sellers are realizing that they maybe can't hold firm to pricing given where we were, right? Negative cash flow, it's no, no option. So I love that, right? Okay, lower rates make it easier to cash flow. Makes perfect sense to me. Jonathan, what else, what are you seeing your clients do? Yeah, just to piggyback off just Dustin really quick though, um, with the lower rates and the, the new transactions, obviously this is more of an encouragement to the to the listeners. Like if you had old deals that never actually went through, like reach back to all of them because like not everyone knows what's happening to rates, right? Not everyone knows what's happening to the prices. You know, so if you're the first one in the door and you're like all of a sudden, your offer is just slightly lower than what they had it listed at. They have yeah. list fatigues. They, they've had they've had it listed for 120 days, 90 days. And they're like, I got to get this thing sold. And now they're like, oh, wait, now I'm getting an offer like a little below. I'm just going to take it. Right. So if you're the first to strike, that's what we've been seeing. If you're the first to strike any old stale listings, then you're probably going to get the highest chance of being able to get that property and still cash flow now with the newer terms. Um, yeah. If it works, obviously, if it was if it was too deep an alligator before, you're not going to make it work now. But, you know, that that's something of encouragement, like go go back to all your old you know offers that you've sent out, see if it's still available, what the situation is, you know? Yeah, it's um, funny you bring that up, Jonathan. And just to piggyback on that, I actually made a call that I was I was a little nervous about, but now feel great about. I think there's a lot of people doing exactly that, not only investors, but owner occupants. I think the spring selling season started like December 18th or December 15th or whenever the, whenever that dot plot showed up and rates just crumbled. I see a lot of people going after listings that are older and going, dude, I don't, I don't know if you guys are hearing this. I'm sure you are. Multiple offers are back 
on properties below the media. Yeah. It's wild to think about. Sorry, Jonathan, go ahead. No worries. Yeah. And then um, I, another thing that you know we've been kind of seeing is obviously markets outside of California have been thriving more than markets in California. Um, we've, yep. we've been seeing a lot of traction in like the Carolinas and Ohio more than before. They were hot for a bit and then they kind of um, tapered off a little bit. But now we're starting to see Ohio become a really, really hot market where clients are starting to go in just because of cash flow. Um, you know, by being able to buy these properties on a lower price, but higher cash flow, they're, you know, cashing out of their properties in California, going over to Ohio, buying zip codes, you know, all that whole, whole situation. Um, and what they're doing a lot, which is very popular right now with smaller loans, if you're at like a hundred thousand dollar valuation on each property and, um, the minimum loan amount is 55, but let's say you put 25 down average, uh, if you package like five of those together, then you do like a blanket portfolio loan. You know, yeah. with, you know, we can, we've been doing a lot of those. We package like five uh, single family residences for $500,000, wrap them all together. They pay one closing cost. Obviously all the appraisals happen, but mm -hmm. essentially it allows them to kind of buy these po uh, properties in packages so that if it's one seller with multiple properties, which is what happens a lot of times, yeah. like they're offloading them. And then you can come in as a stronger offer. Like, Hey, I don't need to split anything apart. Just put it all together. I'll buy it all yeah. together. And it allows them to get a better deal on the properties. Yeah, so I love all of that. I think I think uh, you know, being a California investor, getting a lot of equity gain, and then maybe ten thirty oneing or selling here and taking your chip somewhere else. Um, I do see a lot of people doing that, so that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, in Ohio, are they are they just buying houses, units, all the above, none of the above? What what do you see your clients really buying out in Ohio? Ohio. So um, mostly, I've been telling clients to focus on two to four units more than just single families. Um, but obviously single families there still are pretty cheap. So you can buy it, but like markets like Columbus and, and clients might hate, hate me for saying these markets just cause they're like, these were my secrets. Stop talking like, about them. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, Columbus, Cleveland, yeah. um, even Akron, like those places are like starting to be really hot in terms of um, you know, like the price are actually appreciating just slightly, but it's yep. still enough like where you, where you can still go in at a lower price and cash flow because cash flow is going to be the most important thing if you're buying in that state, right? You're not buying for massive appreciation like California. So yeah. you're going to get a little bit of cash flow. And if, you, you know, I've been telling clients go two to four unit because if you just go one unit and that tenant leaves, it's going to be harder to find someone. So sure. just go two to four to, to mitigate the risk, especially if the price difference is not that much. There you go. I like it. Yeah. Alrighty, Dustin, bring us home. Tell us one more story of what your clients are doing in this lower and lower rate environment. So this was this, I was going to say something different, but I wanted to piggyback kind of to off what John was saying and in investing in, you know, the Midwest or other areas that maybe isn't your backyard. So I have, we work with a few different like turnkey providers, right? They do right. everything. They, they send you a flyer. It's like, you can get this property at this rate. It's going to cash flow this. You only need to put down this great investment, right? They got a hundred of them. Mm. I had a client that was, uh, look, I like a lot of turnkey companies, but you still need to make sure that you're doing the work yourself and don't just rely on, Hey, they sent me a flyer that said I can get at the time. This was like two months ago. They were quoting DSCRs at like five, nine, nine, put 20 down. I was like, look, go with them. I don't think it's going to happen. It's a great deal if those numbers, you know, pan out, but I'm telling you right now, DSCR is not at five, nine, nine. 
He called me two weeks ago, said, hey, look, got to the signing table. Rates were way different. Can you see if I can get this to cash flow? Tell him, look, no, like right now you can't. This this is a doctor, you know, client that I had that actually lives in Newport Beach. I was like, look, if you're going to invest anywhere that's outside of Newport, Orange County, Southern California, don't trust somebody that's just on the Internet that has. Yeah. Come on, guys. Be smart out there. Yes. Make sure you know the realtors there. Make sure you know the investors there. Don't just put money on it because the, the website tells you they got 55 star reviews. And I, I just, you know, don't want people thinking that it's easy to invest in real estate. If you're not stop, doing the work, stop lighting money <laughs> on fire. That's just exactly. a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, guys. You're amazing. I want to wish you and your families a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas. Uh, I will be around next week if you are. Uh, so we could do our thir- Thursday conversations. Dustin, Jonathan, where can people reach out if they want to get going, get a file started, start a streamline refi, whatever it is? Where do they reach out? Go to convoyhomeloans.com and let us know you came for more at. Side note, Dustin and I are always working. Always. <laughs> so we don't It's a sleep. holiday, not a holiday week or holiday. We work. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Holiday. It's a holiday, not holiday week or holiday month. There exactly. you go. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Take care, guys.